Hello, Twisted Teachers. Hello. Well, Jen has some news and she's not pregnant. That's I am not pregnant, which is a really, really good thing. Um, All right. So as most of you know, I have been considering leaving education. Um, I made that decision during our leaving education um, twisted topic. Um, After talking to all of those awesome and powerful people, well, I decided to start interviewing as I think that's not new news at all. No. Anyway, I got an offer that I could not refuse. So my last day as an actual educator is Friday, April 1st. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you t- tell so, us what you'll be doing? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I decided um, after like listening to all these experts and doing research, um, there's all these roles that teachers – I don't know, that their skill set is compatible with. And um, so customer success manager, something called SaaS sales, which stands for software as a service. Um, Then there's people who go into like project management or instructional design. Well, after doing all of um, like my research, I kind of at first felt like I was best suited for a customer success role, um, working with people. And at first, I really thought I wanted ed tech. Well, in the end, I am not doing ed tech at all. I am going to be working for an awesome company called Phenom. And I'm not going to be a customer service manager. I'm going to be doing SaaS sales, so software as a service sales. So... Um, Phenom is a <laughs> a phenomenal um, a phenomenal company, and their talent experience management and they have um, an AI powered experience that helps candidates find the right job. It helps recruiters discover top talent, employees to grow and evolve, and managers to build teams faster. So I am excited to be a part of that. And I had literally hands down the best interview experience that I have ever had in my life. Because that sounds like a big, like you say, slice of hell to interview. You you interviewed like four times. And I was like, geez. I did. So I did a couple of um, initial interviews, um, screening, like screening type interviews. And I basically never heard back from a couple. Another job that I was interested in reached back out to me, but it was after I'd already had the interview with Phenom that I just literally loved every part of that experience and knew that it was a great fit for me. Um, So yeah, it was, it was the most fun I've ever had in an interview. It was a panel interview. Um, Oh, wow. And it was just, it was just great. Like their culture is phenomenal and I am super excited. I'm going to be working from home. Um, my base salary like is 10,000 more than what I'm making I know. right now. Mm. And there's quarterly bonus potential. So it's just a good fit and I'm excited. So April 1st is my last day. You're not mentally like distraught. 
No, you're not. I can tell. No, I'm not. So I am. Okay. So I feel a pit in my stomach when I think about telling my kids, but I have told my team, um, two of my team members kind of knew throughout the whole process because they listened to the podcast and they're my really close friends. Um, but my whole team knows now. And I told my administrator and he doesn't even know I have a podcast, but I would just love to like, he was phenomenal when I told him. I was so nervous going in to tell him, I mean, that I'm leaving and not the middle of the year, but I'm leaving during the school year. And he was like, that's awesome. Am I heartbroken to be losing you? Yes, but I'm That's proud of good you. though. That's good that he like, said he's heartbroken. That like what I got was okay. <laughs> I left from my elementary, but I think it's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he told me he was proud of me, which really like oh, that's awesome. Made me feel so good. And then he was, he's like, okay, go out there and kick ass, and in a couple of years you'll be ready to hire me. So well, true, true. I it was. I'm I'm excited for you. So we're gonna hear your journey this month, but. I was thinking about like someone on uh, LinkedIn was asking us to do like the difference between like a teacher interviewing and then somebody out of, you know, the world of education. And I I thought, yeah, how the things that teachers would probably say is like, hey, I'll work overtime without being paid. I, you know, (laughs) I'll buy all my own supplies. I won't ask you for anything. Um, I'll take all the emails all night long. You can ask me anything at four o'clock in the morning and I will be glad to do it. I'll, I'll laminate anything you want. I mean, I can imagine <laughs> like all I'll, this. I'll sh- supply my own laminator. Yeah. Those are the things that we don't actually say in interviews, but are expected of us for sure. Right. Well, I'm so happy. I'm happy for you. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I'm still at a crossroads, but it's like the, the, um, the education gods threw a lot of teachers my way this week who need a lot oh. of help. So that's good. I've been very busy and uh, getting ready for some presentations, but um, I'm still dealing with like the skippers and the madness <laughs> of lunch, that, which has become like, have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Did you ever no. see that show? All right. There is an episode of Breaking Bad where he was, um, I guess I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but um, the main guy who was a former chemistry teacher turned meth um, maker and dealer was in a lab and he was, there was a fly and he couldn't get to the fly. And the entire episode is him trying to catch the fly. So this is where I'm trying to catch the kids. So one day this week, I was like, okay, I'll clean up, clean up. So I go back out there and there's a mess everywhere. Uh. So um, yesterday it was, I've never seen so many kids rat out somebody like within two minutes because I went out there and, and this one child has ear pods in and my friend was with me and I said, okay, y'all are going to clean up. And they, they all pointed to him, Mr. Earpod. And, uh-huh. and my friend was like, take your, take those out. Somebody's talking to you. And he wouldn't take them out. And then my office is right there. So we, we brought him into the office and he was just a little bit unhappy that we asked him to clean his mess. But every single kid was like, it was him. It was him. Um, mm. And then he, he, didn't, he wasn't there today. I stood. Here's an interesting fact. I stood outside my door and only one child was sitting on those couches. So. Oh, so you, you, your mere presence is it's, a deterrent. It's very scary. It's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. 
you should get a cardboard cutout of yourself to just, <laughs> just like, put it right in well, there. So then, then and I'm, maybe the principal from from um, the Breakfast Club, like a, a cardboard standout of him. Uh huh. That'd be funny. Well, then I was walking down the hall, and it's like in between classes, and these two boys are walking, obviously skipping, and I was with another teacher, and both of their names started with J. And they had the big moppy hair. And I was just like, where are you supposed to be? Marketing. Okay. So this is, they answered every question with a different answer. Who's your teacher? I was upstairs. (laughs) Where are you going? She let us out early. I'm I'm looking at the other teacher. I was like, are you not, are you purposely not answering any of my questions? And then I said, what's your name? And I said, do not give me an alias because we can find you. I know whose class you're supposed to be in. So give me your name. And he like looked around. You know how you look up in the sky to figure uh-huh. something out. So he gave us his name. And then I said, um, so if your class is upstairs, but your marketing class is over here, how, why were you upstairs? And he, he looked at the other teacher and he said, she doesn't understand. I said, no, I do understand. I understand that you're coming from upstairs, skipping a class that's down this hallway. And, you know, I'm not good with directions. And and so I said, where's your pass? I don't have one. So that went on. We were then after a while, then the other teacher got the names and we texted it to the teacher. So I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> My God. I found one kid skipping OSS or ISS. Yeah. Walking, no, not. A, why would you come you're back skipping to OSS? You'd be coming back to school. Well, I said, well, where are you supposed to be? He said, ISS. I said, but you're skipping ISS. Like, Dude, he's like just because he'd to- rather have OSS is it, why he was so sweet though. He's like, yes, ma'am. They let me walk around. I'm just really stressed, and I'm like, oh yeah. He was so sweet, and he had a, he said, Siri, poor kid. Why did he <laughs> have ISS? I need the backstory. I don't know. I was standing with a football coach, and I'm we were both like, dude, skip it. God, I was part of, part of me was kind of like that's that's kind of that's you know admirable. Kind of that, yeah. So, you know what, here, so this is totally like not off topic, but is a flashback for, for people. Um, when I was in high school, um, this is such a terrible story. A a lot of kids, the popular kids in my school, all, um, their goal was to belong to the King Cobra posse. I think that was doing air quotes, just so you know. That's yeah, true. I am. Um, and King Cobra is like a malt, a malt liquor. It's like oh. the nastiest thing you've ever even thought about. <laughs> That's so nasty. And um, did you join? I well, I skipped <laughs> school with my cousin and um, our two friends, and we went to the McDonald's that was next to the liquor store, and there were we met a group of boys there who were like oh, do you want to join the King Cobra Posse? And we were like, maybe. (laughs) They bought them. I didn't drink it. But my friend Patty did. Uh And then Patty was in choir. She had a beautiful voice. And, like, she chugged it. And... Oh, And then she remembered that she had a, like, required rehearsal. And she went back oh, to school, no. 
drunk and like we were all like don't go don't go but she had to go and i just want to give her a shout out because i mean obviously it was obvious that she was drunk she got in trouble she got caught we're not condoning this i am not in any way condoning this behavior but i've got to give her props because they like had her in the office who were you with who were you with give us the names if you give us the names we won't give you suspension blah 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 and she did not tell she didn't get folded like a friggin canary yeah, i would have it was jen it was i would canary. have folded have so quickly especially once you said like we won't contact your parents i'd have been like fine okay yeah. i i have to say sold that that's like a true like you know spy like a mole yeah. you know Oh my That's God. That's a true friend, man. So shout out to Patty for, you know, yeah, 1989. So there is a new pic- way that kids are posing for pictures. There are. There is. I stumbled upon them in the, the stairwell and they're bending over and then they're looking back and flicking a bird near their butts. And I was like, That's creative. <laughs> what else do you say to this shit? <laughs> I really feel like I need a visual because I'm having a hard time. So if I stood with my butt in the air like this, okay, like, almost like a twerk, and then I turn okay. around and I, I do a... Okay. I was trying to determine if your head was down between your legs, like if you were shooting it from like between like yoga style or... It could have been. It could have been. Oh when, my Because I just stumbled upon them and I just looked at them all. I was like, huh. I want to, I, you know, I, the things that I want to say, I just can't, but for real. Ooh, I have a fun factoid for all of our listeners about the John Rich, you know, from Big and Rich, um, you know, save a horse, ride a cowboy. That guy, that guy who thinks all teachers are pedophiles. Yeah. That that one, that one, Yeah, that one. Fun fact. His sister is an educator. (laughs) I mean, I wonder how that Thanksgiving's going to go. I know, the next holiday. Or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. I, 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 yeah. I don't even. His sister I, is an educator. It, what an ass wipe. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not done with him. But we this is our snippet. It's going to be short. But because it was Women's Day yesterday, we don't think it should be just one day of women. So um, even... You know, we're going to just kind of talk about some badass women. And Jen is one of them because she changed a career after 26 fucking years. Yeah. Like I used to always say, hold on. No, no, no. I'm not done tooting my own horn. I used to always (laughs) say, what would I do if I weren't afraid? And I, I did it. I'm writing an article for women who podcast magazine. And that's the first line in it. It was about you to asking, what would you do if you weren't afraid? So, Aww, cool. um, all right. So we're going to, here's some badass women. I posted, um, the picture of the first female American tattoo artist and you she did. was bad ass, a uh, mod Stevens Wagner, and okay. she's fully tatted. Then Serena, who works at a history museum, sent me a whole article about all the first women tattooers. And one of the the um, categories was the first woman who learned tattooing without a boyfriend. <laughs> because they all had men. To, yeah. And there's oh people who go gosh. back. So, of course, they were all circus acts to begin with. But they modernized it. And so Maude Stevens Wagner. And in the picture, 
dude, she's got pearls on. She's got a flower and like this, you know, strapless outfit with like tassels. She's badass. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. So here is another awesome woman. Um, Tamar, and I may be pronouncing that incorrectly. She was 18 years old and she was crowned co-ruler of the Georgian kingdom and a pretty cool move by her father. And she had a 29 year reign that started in 1184. So talk about groundbreaking. Um, she went on, she actually went on to take the moniker of King and she commanded a <gasps> gang of medieval knights and built one of the most unstoppable armies in history. So well, that's pretty cool. And our kids can't even turn the work in on time. Right. She was 18 years old. Think about, mm-hmm. could any of the 18 year olds that you know rule a kingdom successfully? In a virtual world, yeah. Well, it, yeah. Because they all do. All right. So I've got one more. Okay. Buffalo Calf Road Woman. Nicknamed Brave Woman, Buffalo Calf Road Woman was a 19th century Cheyenne warrior who strategically fought and rallied others at the Battle of the Rosebud and the Battle of Little Bighorn. Little is known about her life. She's considered one of the most heroic fighters in American history. And if she, here's the deal. I wonder if this is going to be taken out of uh, our, you know, curriculum. All right. Well, Speaking of that, we're we're about to tackle some heavy, heavy shit. And uh yeah, I think we we're ready. Um, I think we're ready. I think we're almost a year old and uh we have some heavy hitters coming. Yeah, so we I still have I think three more episodes on Mondays on staying in education. You're gonna hear from some Hey, just as brave right now to stay in education as it is to leave education. So we're gonna hear from three more, I think. Three yes. amazing um, people who are staying in education. Um, and then we are moving on to that heavy hitting. Well, I don't know when I'm, this is Wednesday. Jen has to go because her, her schedule is like freaking, I don't know, crazy, craziness. And I'm yeah. going to try to get it out. It'll be Thursday or Friday, but either way, have a good Thursday weekend. Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And stay. Twisted, y'all. Twisted. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.